Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This is Super South, your Highlanders rugby fix. Thanks to SBS Bank, proud official banking partner of the Highlanders, helping Kiwis with their banking needs for generations. And shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Yeah, this is Super South, Ricardo Ball, Jeff Wilson with you. And uh, Jeff, you're at home today, mate. How are you feeling? I know you've been doing the ISO thing. Doing the ISO thing. I've actually um, I've managed the Dodge at the moment. Um, it's just in, in and around the family, so just uh, we're just sort of dealing with it, and, and everyone seems okay on the road to recovery. Just uh, doing my time, mate. That's what I'm doing. Oh, mate, and, evasive, uh, evasive as ever, Jeff. Evasive as ever. Well, it's not like I've taken any special precautions. Just share the fact we've opened and pulled the windows for the last week, and I've spent pretty much it outdoors. <laughs> well, I've done I've done the hedges again. I've done the lawns. I've pretty much done everything I did the last you know, the, the, the four months we got locked down so look I've got a few more days to go um, but at the moment things aren't too bad but you know that's just it's just the way everyone's got to deal with it you've been through it it's just what it is right it is mate it is so well, it's good to hear that yeah good to hear that everybody is is fit and well and uh, you know good to have SBS bank on board as well a customer-owned New Zealand bank proud to be in the heart of our communities with uh, super South mate um, of course uh, big supporters over the years of uh, rugby in that part of the world and uh, you know we should we talk Highlanders and last weekend I mean it wasn't the win that the Highlanders wanted but they're getting closer. I mean, 32-25, I think probably Leon McDonald would have been getting a bit nervous towards the end there because it felt like, once again, a game the Blues should have probably put away, but the Highlanders hung in, hung in, hung in, and, and continued to cause problems. Yeah, look, this is going to be the story of the season, um, I think, in some ways for the Highlanders, you know, until they can they can just get that, that elusive win and get the confidence they need to get across the line and... and you know, look, they're the only team without a, a win so far in the competition, but it's not without being competitive and being right there. So, look, I, you know, it's one of those things, you know, I've looked at the games, you know, in detail and you start looking at it and, you know, you, you start talking about the players. And I think, Ricardo, for me, you know, it's a matter of, one, as fans, we've got to keep the faith because that's what we'll always do. Mm. You know, you're going to go through these periods. Uh, and two, the players themselves have got to keep the faith that the stuff that they're doing right is, is like you've said. They're not that far away. and But the trouble is they're playing against good sides that are deep, that have um, deep benches, plenty of experience. And the other side of it too is their expectations are now that their games against the Highlanders are games they should go on and win. Um, and that also gives them even more confidence going in. So it's a matter of when you come up against teams, you've got to knock it. And look, this weekend they play the Crusaders. And they've had a, a big bounce-back performance. Um, but they'll be aware of exactly what the Highlanders did to the Blues, is the fact you sleep on them for a moment, you don't continue to perform at a high level, you make errors and mistakes. They can they can punish you when they're accurate. And we saw for probably 20 minutes after half time, maybe 25, 
we saw them play with a different level of accuracy. So there's some confidence to be taken out of that, but in the end, it didn't reap the rewards on the on the scoreboard. And you know, um, what's changed for them, Ricardo? Look, they they they've got the Crusaders, and then they play Moana Pacific, um, Moana Pacifica, uh, and they make up games the following weekend. Mm. And so that'll be huge for them in terms of them pushing through and pushing on. They're not by any stretch of the imagination they're not out of the competition, but the way they're playing right now, though, and compared to the other sides, they're not a real contender. They're just trying to fight their way into that playoff picture. They were doing a few different things too, I thought, uh, the Highlanders uh, against the Blues. Uh, one of those, they generally, you know, your uh, your props are, are playing up the middle, but they had uh, Daniel Lennett-Brown. I mean, I know he scored a try from it, but he made several runs, you know, sort of like second receiver, a little bit wider of the ruck, uh, just, you know, using that physicality against smaller men, uh, something that we haven't seen them do before, and it, and it did pay dividends. So, you know, once again, you've talked about Tony Brown being an innovative coach, just doing something that maybe other people don't expect. I think in some ways, too, they've just cleaned up and tidied up areas of the game. And you, you see the sides that are really accurate at the breakdown are the ones that are generating quick enough ball to put defences under stress. And they did some more of that on the weekend, and they got some guys running into spaces rather than running into men. Mm. And they threw some nice decoys, and also they had a lot of guys put out their hand and want to carry the fact that they weren't as structured as maybe they had been in, in the past. and But that's all about momentum. It's about getting yourself in a situation where I are, you are understanding where the spaces are and you are getting quick ball. And so, once again, you know, they're probably at the moment, you know, the ball's in play for maybe 35, 37 minutes. It's probably they're in control of about 10 to 12 minutes of that, in control of about 20 to 25 minutes or 30 minutes of a, of a game, which is not quite long enough to get across the line. So... Yeah, some nice things that, that you're starting to see. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I wanted to look at their squad as well, Ricardo, and go, you, you know, what, where are some of these guys at, you know, um, in terms of the key for a team like the Hollanders is they're going to need to continue to improve. And let's be honest, their big push is going to need to be when they start playing the Australian sides. You know, they're going to scrap and fight and try and get themselves into the picture. But once they get to the Super Round where they go to Australia, that's when they will need to make their move, and they'll have to have the success they had last year to have any chance of giving themselves, a, you know, a, a possibilities um, of, of making the playoffs and one getting in a, 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 some sort of positive seed. Where do you see them versus the Australian sides at the moment? I mean, it's kind of hard to say because we haven't played any Australian sides, any of the Kiwi teams. But I mean, looking at the the, the level of footy that you're seeing over the Tasman versus the level of footy you're seeing here, I mean, can can you make any comparisons? And have you got a sort of guesstimate about where you think Highlanders are, maybe against, say, I don't know the Waratahs and the and the Force and those teams? Look, I, I think they match up really, really well, but. but for reasons of the fact they went through undefeated last year and they found ways and found ways to beat the good teams. The game's opened up um, and that's going to suit them because um, they need it to open up. If they get into, into a, a, a slugfest against you know, sides, that's where Australia, the Australian teams aren't probably going to hurt you as much. New Zealand teams, that's where that depth comes into it. You know, I mean, we see even tonight, you think about what the Blues have rolled out up front. They've got three all-black prop, props playing in. This is almost their second unit coming together. Mm. That's what they've been facing here in New Zealand. So now this group of, of, are going to look at the Australian teams. And I'll probably look in particular, you know, I think we match up really well clearly against, you know, the Rebels, uh, the Force. Um, you know, I, 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 don't, I, I think the, the challenges uh, that the Reds and Brumbies face right now, and a lot of theirs is about belief too. 
as a, all of a sudden they're just getting more confidence the more games that they win. And then and then uh, the Waratahs and the Drua are, are a bit of the unknown. So I'm pretty confident against four of the six sides. It's just when you get to those big guns and and where you're playing those and how it falls in the draw is going to be pretty pretty critical. But but once I'm once again though, like you said before, some levels of improvement, right? Yeah. The levels of improvement will give you the confidence when you get over there. And you know they won't panic, but there are some players that'll need to take you know uh, uh, will take their need to take their games to the next level. Um, you know, and probably no more so than Mitch Hunt. You know, um, you know he's the guy. If, if you're talking about when 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 he's going well, the team looks as though they're really humming. Um, if he's getting the right opportunities, he's looking really really good. He's reading the game. His accuracy is good. Um, you know, I just think uh, you know for him though, um, even little things like his goal kicking, he just needs to nail those things. So all of a sudden you're taking every opportunity, and when you risk your team sees you taking every opportunity that's when your confidence is, is going to lift. So for me, I think Mitch is, is a pretty critical one. And look, you can't ask any more than Shannon Frizzell, like at the moment. I mean, his energy, his work rate, his physicality, you know, um, you know, I, I had a really strong season last year of, of Super Rugby. Missed a few games with the All Blacks, but I was, I'm really happy with his energy rate. And, and he's creating things without carrying the ball because he's such a threat. We saw actually... Now, one of those tries um, um, that uh, that Sam Gilbert scored um, was on the back of him running a fantastic decoy line, attracting defenders, and, and holes opened up. So there are some little things that are happening, which I think are giving us some positive signs. But, you know, we're going to have to be on top of our game, without a doubt. You mentioned Sam Gilbert there. He did score two tries. I like the look of him from um, since day one this season. I think he's been one of the standouts in that Highlanders back line. He looks really competent. He's obviously had to play a lot of his rugby without the ball, uh, but seeing him get a bit more ball uh, this weekend, just gone, uh, you know, he's he's looked great. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to see how he progresses as a as a player, fullback, or wing. Yeah, he's 23 years old. I mean, that's the that's the reality of uh, what the Highlanders facing. You know, he's been in and around the sevens program. There's no doubt he's a dynamic athlete. Um, he's still making the odd fundamental error. But in terms of his attacking ability and his ability to strike, and he's a big man when he's moving and moving with speed, he can really go. And, and that's probably what's challenged them as well, is that you know, all of a sudden um, they haven't had the competition internally in a number of their positions just through injury, obviously clearly through COVID, which is everyone has gone through. Um, and so when you don't get that, it, it, that maybe, you know, not the players feel comfortable, but they don't get that, oh, someone's looking at me over my shoulder, someone's ready to take my jersey and give it a crack, you know. And so when they lost Josh Timu to uh, injury and uh, Connor garden Bashett picked up a knock and same for Thomas Umanga-Jensen, you know, all of a sudden it's, uh, OK, it's, it's the walking wounded, who's left standing and we're going to get out and play. Then you factor in COVID and for them, everything just sort of has compounded compounded on them. Um, you know, uh, it was nice to see Villamoni uh, Karoy make an appearance, you know, and the fact that, He's a player. You know, one of the things I've talked about in recent weeks is, you know, and, and we're used to having X Factor. You know, used to having guys who can break the game open. Sam Gilbert's showing signs of that, but it's not the something out of nothing. He's just started to really run some good lines and and and, and uh, play some good football back, uh, rugby. So, you know, I think it's it's a matter of whether or not uh, Bulamani can give them some, some confidence on attack. But this is there's a lot of work to be done, mate. There's a lot of things that need to, to come into place, but. You know, to me, uh, we saw some signs from Sam. You know, let's just hope he can get a body of work and, and some consistency and performance. And, you know, the team can get fully healthy.
What do you make then of the signing of Denny Solomona? Um, obviously, he can he, he can play wing. He can fill that uh, Josh Timu spot as well. He's got a lot of experience. He's played league. He's played obviously played for England and things as well. He's still only twenty eight. That seems a a pretty good signing. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, you're looking for impact. You're looking for things to go well and, and anything to assist your team. And, and you bring in some experience. You know, um, you know, it's 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 in some ways maybe what they're looking for. But in some ways, it's also the fact that, you know, they need to find a, a unit that can really cohesively come together, you know. And then there are, there are players, you know, right now that aren't just aren't quite having the impact you'd like them to have. And that's the sort of signing you, you, you sort of need. It's, it's one of those things, you know. Like, if, you know, had the, the season played out how it was planned to play out, and then you look at the draw and, you know, all of a sudden you, 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 you get out an odd win here or there and, you know, you've got, you're travelling and you're not, going through what's happening in Queenstown, they went through all of that, all the balance, all of that up. This is really an unsettling season, and particularly when you're a little bit young. So bringing in some experience will hopefully bring a little bit of a, a settled nature of what they're doing. And the other side of it too is, you know, sometimes you need that trip away. You need those trips away to get together, to to, to really to, to mend. And, and yep, they got that to Queenstown, but that wasn't that's not a trip away because you were locked down. You're, mm. you're in a bubble. You know, maybe that trip to Australia in, in three weeks' time is maybe going to find find them a place as a group where all of a sudden they just get that little bit more connected, get that little bit better understanding of each other. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what they need to do. Uh, and uh, like we said there are signs. Uh, we'll talk more about that. We'll talk about the Crusaders as well coming up this weekend. After this, uh, get on with life knowing that SBS Bank has your banking covered Give us a try. It sounds like Aaron Smith's around at your place, mate. I can hear yapping in the background. We'll let you go fix that. And uh, we'll come back with the second half of Super South. You're listening to Super South on SENZ. Thanks to SBS Bank, proud official banking partner of the Highlanders, helping Kiwis with their banking needs for generations. And shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Yeah, this is Super South here on SENZ. 17 past seven, just uh, watching Ross Taylor sitting there nervously packed it up, waiting to come in. The Black Caps chasing 203 to win against the Dutch in the first ODI. Currently 87 for 1 in the 16th over. Uh, Young 39, Nichols 33. And I can tell you the Blues have just scored a try as well. Um, and they are 5-0 up against Minor Pacifica, just 12 minutes in to that one. Uh, the SBS Bank, proud official banking partner of the Highlanders, helping Kiwis with their banking needs for generations. Jeff, uh, there's one thing that stood out to me, and this this is as a Blues fan, I've got to say, uh, in that game, was Hoskins Satudu's try and that fend on Mitch Hunt's face. Uh, how good How good was that? I mean, not from a Highlanders' point of view, but just good to watch. <laughs> no, not if you're a Highlanders fan. It wasn't good to watch. But what it was nice to see is them doing something a little bit different. And he turned the corner. Um, he ran like it. It was a, it was almost a backslide where he sort of came around in a nice arc, and it meant that all of a sudden he got himself nice and square, and then in a really good position to change his line, change his angle, be nice and strong in the fend. And look, the, look, the Blues are stacked. We're seeing that tonight. I mean, I'm just. They created a try off a, off a turnover at scrum time, right? They're, they're basically dominant. They're going to be dominant in this game up front with all their depth and experience. Moana are going to learn some lessons in and around how that amount of pressure happens. That's what the Blues sort of did for the Highlanders for the first 40. I think we do have to take into account a little bit, though. You know, the Blues were had a number of players who had had COVID. And 
you know, I think that we've got to factor that for all of the sides in terms of how you deal with that and at what point do you hit a wall. You talk to anyone who's had it, and it affects everyone in different ways. Yeah. A number of the Blues players I, I heard after the game say um, amongst themselves, I heard it second second hands, the fact they were buggered. You know, just after halftime, they'd hit a bit of a wall. You know, the lungs were burning, and we've heard that before. And so there are teams that are going to be affected in some ways um, with that, and that just sort of coincided with the Highlanders going up a gear, and these guys just hit a little bit of a wall. And, and, you know, all of a sudden they started making some errors and mistakes, and decision-making wasn't quite as sharp. And so you're going to see a bit of that. You know, you're going to need to see a lot of that in terms of players adapting to the situation. So, you know... Crusaders went through it. Um, they looked, their performance against the Chiefs was superb, and now that's what the Highlanders have got to look forward to. It's at Orange Theory Stadium this weekend. So what do the Highlanders do? Um, they love the challenge. They love playing against the Crusaders. Um, what they're going to need to do is, is they're going to have to uh, shut down a juggernaut, which knows well and truly now can rely on its defence um, because the Chiefs threw everything at them, and the Chiefs weren't clinical enough. And I'll talk about that breakdown area. Man, if you watch the Crusaders defend the Chiefs, who had a wealth of a, of possession and a wealth of opportunity, um, they were able to shut it down. And the moment you relax, bam, they were on on the ball. You know, and when 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 Will Jordan's making four turnovers in a game, right, you're zoned in. And so the Highlanders now will have to be aware that if you want to, you have to protect your ball. You cannot afford to get yourself isolated. And it's a big part of the game now. It's a, it's a massive part of it. So, you know. Um, um, and the interesting, you know, we've, we've spoken to the former players over the, and, and spoken to Tony Brown and, you know, spoke to Josh Confield last week. A lot of it is about, you know, keeping the faith of what they're doing, keeping the faith of how hard they're working and as fans understanding that they're not that far away, you know. Um, they've been within that seven-point margin. They've been right there. Um, they just haven't managed to do some of those little things. And the danger is now they've got the Crusaders team, which, you know, have got the one back they wanted, which was against the Chiefs. The only way to make that game count, though, is to then go on and beat the Highlanders. Mm. You know, we talked about that when you're a player, right? When you get the big win in, in any tournament, any competition, and that's sort of the only way to make it count is to win the, particularly your home games, but win the next game, and, and the game you should probably win on paper if you're the, you're the favourite going in. Well, I was going to ask you about that because obviously, you know, it's been a tough couple of weeks for the Crusaders. Uh, they had that big loss to the Chiefs, which took, took a lot out of them. I think they made twice the number of tackles they would normally make in a game. Uh, then they had to go up to Hamilton, and, you know, as you said, another tough game there. Um, is it a good time to be getting them, do you think, from a Highlanders point of view, given that they're just coming back uh, off those two games? Well, it's probably as good as time any. Yeah. I mean, you just, you know, if, you can, if you need to find a way to go, you know what, maybe they're off their game um, and to give you that sort of belief. But the trouble is, is that, you know, Scott Robinson's a really good coach. He, he knows how to prepare his guys. Um, he would have looked at and, and looked at the game against the Chiefs and gone, right, oh, we, we need to put everything out there. But they've got some r- resilient characters. You know, they really, really have. And, and I thought, you know, Scott Barrett was, was immense. His energy, work rate and, you know, he, he hasn't had, he doesn't get a lot of press, Scott, um, because he's been that guy who's filled a role at six and filled at lock, and he's sort of crossed over. And you know, because he hasn't been that specialist dominant player, but I tell you what, he's got, you know, he had, he had something about him. He had a bit of edge the other day. I really liked seeing it. So once again, it's just those, you know, those those guys that, you know, every time they put on a Crusaders jersey, they they seem to have prepared well and leave it out there. And remembering, it took everything the Chiefs had. 
to get over the line. Mm. Like, I mean, they did the scoring at the end of the game, you know, when the Crusaders had probably done enough and they thought they'd done enough, and you're going, righto, um, what's, you know, what, what's it take to win? The Chiefs showed everything, and they were huge. That's the challenge, is when you look at it, okay, the, the, when they stepped up a gear, they did step up a gear at Hamilton. Man, they were good. Um, and it was, it was actually heartwarming to see, you know, really strong performances from the, the likes of David Harvey and, and um, Will Jordan and, you know, Sevier Reese makes his impact off the bench. So it's all in front of the Highlanders, um, but it'll be a, another collective effort. And somehow, like you say, maybe a little bit of fatigue sets in, a little bit of travel, yep. and, and what they do need to do is start better. Yeah, they definitely need to start better. That's been a problem. And one thing I noticed about the Crusaders uh, on, the, on the weekend is they gave up four penalties all game. And, you know, at the start of the season, is, that was a problem. Discipline was a big problem that Scott Robertson talked about. That's an all-time record. 100% an all-time record for them in particular. Mm. In fact, I bet you it's not even close in the history of the Crusaders. What was, and what was Marshy talking about? What, what was he spouting on about? I'm sure he was saying he had some influence on it. Or, <laughs> you know, the fact that you know, he, got, he gave Ray's recall and said, you know, are aware of this. But, mm. but clearly for me... Um, that identified a couple of areas, and the breakdown was one where they just they were way more selective and less negative in terms of you know we're not pushing the boundaries as much as we had. And look at the result, you know. In, in the end, they 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 put the opposition under so much more pressure. That's just a matter of trust, right? And so I, I, that was an impressive effort. It really, really was, you know. And and so yeah, a lot can be said of the fact. Obviously, they weren't put under enough pressure at parts of the game, but also that they realise the importance of getting the, the game back against the Chiefs at the evening in a score because they know that'll be critical uh, further down the track. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, you know, it's easy to maybe play a game and give up four penalties against a team you know you're going to beat, but when it's against the team that's probably the, you know, the team that you're you're going for the title with and from a New Zealand point of view, uh, that makes it even more impressive. Uh, SBS Bank, your mutual bank since 1869, convenient banking and 100% owned by our customers. And uh, Jeff, before we go, uh, before we wrap tonight, we should get uh, your predictions for this coming weekend. It's obviously uh, we're a little bit late in to get your predictions for tonight, the um, the Moana versus the Blues game, uh, given that the Blues are currently 5-0 up 16 minutes in. Uh, but I'm picking you would have picked them anyway. Yeah, I would have picked the Blues, uh, no doubt about it. But um, you can't take anything for granted. Two really inexperienced teams, uh, 16 minutes in, just 5-0. Uh, scrum's under a whole lot of pressure. Uh, Moana Pacifica really need to avoid that um, uh, deep into the game. I, w- I would have picked them. Look, the Crusaders, Highlanders, um, you know, look, I, the reality is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Highlanders, but, but on paper the Crusaders are playing in such form. So they, they should. If they play up to their potential, once again, the Crusaders will win that game. But I think, you know, um, if the Highlanders can in some way unsettle them, they're a chance. I was just checking the forecast before because I was thinking Orange Theory, if it's raining, it kind of negates that uh, Crusaders backline to an extent and that, that might play into your, your, your hands. It's raining on Thursday, but it looks like it's fine Friday, Saturday, so I don't know if that's going to do you any favours. There's a lot of All Blacks in their forward pack. <laughs> yeah, that as well. We've seen when it rains down there, it doesn't tend to suit the team that's visiting. They just go to work up front. You know, Taylor, Moody, Whitelock, I mean, these guys can work. Blackadder. So I'm not. I think when we've had success with, against them, it will always be on top of the ground and playing footy. All right. Uh, what about the uh, Drua versus the Tars? Uh, the Drua are suffering from those inconsistencies of a new team in a competition. Um, uh, the Waratahs have showed some signs, but look, here's the thing. I, I think the Waratahs will probably win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I, 
they've shown some improvements in their game. Um, so it's probably enough for me to say that they'll win, but that doesn't mean I don't, I want, don't want the Drua to win. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, for the Drua too, it's their second game against the Tars, you know. Their opening game of the competition was against the Tars, and they got whopped, so there's something on it for them as well. Yeah, yeah, there is. I mean, in the Drua show a couple of weeks ago against the Force, they were good enough to win another game. Um, so it's just a matter of whether or not they can get their game going. And it is a home game for them, so, you know, maybe... This is, this is their big chance. But, um, you know, I think the Waratahs... I think the Waratahs will once again know it and would have seen enough and, and the belief that they've beaten them before. The Blues Moana, second time around on Saturday at Eden Park. Uh, Blues will win this comfortably. Yep. Yep. I, I, so. I think, and that really, the most important thing about that is it's, um, you know, it's at Eden Park, um, you know, and there could be a, um, you know, hopefully there's a big crowd there um, to enjoy it. Uh, first crowd at home for the Blues. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, Reds and Brumbies. A uh, big game this revenge. one up in Brisbane. Yep, re- revenge for the Reds. I think the Reds will win this game. Uh, they would have learned, learned a lot from the Brumbies' defeat. Um, you know, the Brumbies are playing really, really well, but the Reds at home, I like them at home, and I think that'll be um, really, really important um, for them to get that win, to get that win back. And, and they'll be a bit like the Crusaders. I think they'll recognise the importance of it and get up for it at home. And then Sunday afternoon at 3.30, the Canes versus the Chiefs at Sky Stadium. Well, the loss of Brodie Metallic's massive for any mm. other team. Um, but they've got a few all-black locks, which is handy. You know, they've got a couple of guys, um, and Josh Lord shows some really good signs. You know, if they get, uh, you know, a little bit of um, health health back, Brody being out for six to eight, me- eight weeks means, and I've been there with a thumb. Thumbs can be niggly. Um, there's my, uh, my thumb doesn't even stand up straight. It's a shocker. Um, so, so you need to make sure he gets that right. Uh, so I think, to me, you know, it's going to be a challenge for the Chiefs. Um, Hurricanes, it's just a, I just don't know what to make of them. You know, um, and they'll be and they'll be on the coming on the back of you know losing to the Moana team, and um, and and some uh, obviously COVID challenges. So I tell you what, I'm gonna I think the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs have been playing well enough that they'll 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 come through this one with a good win. Yep. Okay. The Chiefs to win uh, a big one. All right, Jeff. Thanks very much, mate. Super, super South. Another one done. Um, stay uh, stay safe, stay well, and um, stay sane. I might multi those up. What do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon I might you should. Have a wee, I'm just going to have a wee look. I'm going to have a wee look at the TAB. I might multi those up. I reckon it's a great idea, mate. That's a great idea. SPS Bank. You can take the, this one to the bank. That's for sure. 100% owned by its customers. Delivering convenient everyday banking. SPS Bank, the official and exclusive banking partner of the Highlanders. This has been Super South. Up next, it's Chief Smarter with Ian Jones. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.